Welcome to Believing the Bible with Scott Lane and Terry Reed of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association with a message of hope in today's troubled world based on biblical truths. We hope that today's program is enlightening and inspirational. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and our producer, Ed Salzwell all directors at the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. We're here to reassure you, you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. One of the very good products of being on the air is that we have had many people now join monthly meetings at SABSA because they've heard us on the air. They've heard us on radio. We also get people occasionally from our website. But one of those people off the street we have today with us, and that's Roman Villarreal. He's a landscaper. You know, normally we bring in someone who has a Ph.D. in a field or something of that nature to address concerns. But what we're going to talk about today is what does the man on the street think? What, what affects the people in the pew? Roman, I hear that you heard about us on radio. Is that true? Actually, yeah, it was through uh, my son's mother. Ah. She actually finds you all on the Internet, y'all's radio station. And she was the one who actually brought y'all to my attention. For a couple of years, I had started to really do a lot of research into the science that backs the Bible myself. And I wasn't really finding a lot of support, either, you know, from other Christians or even the church. But some people would really get offended if you would even try and connect the two. So I went ahead and decided to give y'all's organization a try. Y'all sounded like a blessing out of heaven when I found y'all. And uh, so I was really glad to be able to attend one of y'all's meetings y'all are doing I think is really important especially with the day that we live in and towards my generation because what we're seeing now is a huge exodus of people within my age group from the church and I would just like to go ahead and be able to give my perspective on what I experienced coming to finding y'all and what I think a lot has happened because of uh, the way we've been raised in my generation. How old are you Roman? I'm 26. 26. 26 years old. So tell us about that a little bit. What got you interested in biblical creation to start out with? Why is this? Why was this a concern for you? Well, I think a lot of it had to do with that. Uh, it was news to me, for one. I didn't really know about any of these types of things. I wasn't. You, you weren't finding it in the general public. Yeah, I was not raised in the church, for one. And it, they don't teach none of this in school. As a matter of fact, in school, you go there to learn the contradictions to all of this. I didn't really start to give this any type of considerable thought until I was about the age of 16. Hmm. Much earlier than I did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so did something happen at 16, or did you just start thinking about it? Or? Well, for me, yeah, as a matter of fact, when I was 16 years old, uh, it was actually because of a girl who was my age. She actually brought it to my attention that there was a lot of evidence to support the Bible, and uh, even within biblical prophecy. She actually had, happened to be reading a book that was based on biblical prophecy, and it would connect it to actual events and what was even happening in today's world. And through that book, she actually was the one who got me to start to look at the society that I'm living in, the day-to-day things that happen, and how I should maybe begin to start to think about these, how these types of events that are happening, maybe I should begin to start giving uh, God a little bit more thought. Mm-hmm. So that's what I went ahead and started to do. Okay, so did you, you talk like you didn't have a whole lot of support. Did you find some resources someplace? or, or Really, it find? was through the Internet. Once I, once I started at the age of around 16, 17, 
it was a pretty long process. And it was really just through doing a little bit of minor research into what I was hearing within the scientific community. I was really just trying to find what it really meant towards the Bible. You hear about these theories, these scientific discoveries that are supposedly supposed to disprove the Bible's validity. And when I, when I would hear about these, it would honestly, it would make me question my faith. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it wasn't very strong to begin with at, at the beginning. And so I took it upon myself to actually just go ahead, start to pursue what evidence there was to actually back up the Bible. And to my amazement, there was a, a world of knowledge. And it was amazing because, like, like you said, there's no real place that you can go to within society that's really just dishing this out on the street or anywhere. You really have to go ahead and just put in a decent effort to just be, get the ball rolling. So basically, Roman, you were just looking for answers. It's like, can I really believe this Bible? Yeah, that's basically so at that right. time, were you in a, in a church? Were you attending a church? No. Actually, I, I really didn't start to attend a church until maybe about like last year. Okay. Have so, you found any Bible teaching at your church that actually affirms the Bible, you know, scientific affirmation? That's one thing that I have not found. I have not found anything in any church that they're actively y- using science to back. Mm-hmm. Okay. These are good people, but it just really seems like if they're not attacking that forefront... And we can see the results of that even now, especially with my age group. They go to church and, you know, just from a young age, we're told, you know, that um, there's so much evidence to support either evolution, that the earth took billions of years to create, the entire solar system was created over the course of billions of years, that earth is nothing special, humans are nothing special, we were just the the byproduct of uh, eukaryotes becoming, you know, prokaryotic or what have you, maybe vice versa, but... Vice versa. <laughs> yes, sorry. This is what you hear when you're in school, mm-hmm. and you go to church and you hear all this other, what sounds like myth, and there's nothing else to support it. And so people just leave because they think, well, this is nothing that I need. I've already learned otherwise. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you were having a lot of cognitive dissonance because you were getting all this information that you couldn't believe the Bible. Yes, and, exactly. And it's like... And the people who supposedly believe the Bible yeah. didn't really back up their belief with any right. kind of evidence that, I, that you I, could latch on to. Right. I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that a lot of people within the church, they, they haven't even really realized the effect that the American educational system is having on Christians. Because we're, from a very young age, I remember starting in second grade, I was going ahead and I was coloring in on a worksheet rock layers. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to order the rock layers in from, you know, oldest to most recent, which would be ours with cars right on top. That's where the worksheet was. <laughs> and, you know, th- this is seen, you know, as just harmless, you know, education, beneficial for the child. But really, subliminally, this is doing a train work mm-hmm. on any type of uh, belief we're supposed to put into the Bible. Right. And so, you know, that child ends up, you know, she, go- she goes to church with their parents and when they start praying, well, she thinks, well, I just learned on Wednesday we came from monkeys. And I mean, I don't understand exactly why. Maybe they're just trying to get me to behave good, like the way they told me about Santa Claus. But I figured that one out pretty quickly. Maybe this is just a sky Santa that everybody's praying to or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's really how it starts to become. We're going to follow that point because it's a good one. 
You're listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A dot org. We have with us today Roman Villarreal, who is a just a uh, new member of our group uh, at SABSA who is pursuing this stuff as just a man off the street. And you were talking about how you're not finding this in society, especially in the educational institutions. If you look at the history of our educational institutions in the United States, one of the starters for that was a guy named Dewey. And Dewey was a humanist, and you must recognize this. And what we have in our educational system today is a system that now has replaced the God of the Bible, which, incidentally, if you go back to the 19th century, that is what was within the schools. In fact, the Bible was one of your major uh, sources for learning how to read and to write from. Uh, It was the, the primary textbook. But that went out with Dewey and the humanist movement that came into American education in the 20s and 30s. And today, you have humanism as the crux of what we have in the educational structure. That is really what you were talking about. You're not finding anything that goes along with the Bible in American education. What you're finding is contradictions to it. Right, right. Yeah. As somebody who was raised in this type of a system, and going to school and this was in full effect, I can really see what the end result of all of this has had on people, their perception of the church, on, of religion. They view it more as just like something to lean on because uh, people fear death. And this is a way for them to deal with life, everyday life and tragedy, because it helps them feel better about what the, what the end result will be. Well, it's like Richard Dawkins was saying, he was comparing it Christianity, or I think maybe religion in general, to knitting needles. You know, makes us feel good. You know. Right. Yeah, that, that's very true. I mean, uh, the, the way it's perceived, at least. They make a very strong argument, honestly, we can't deny for atheism. You go uh, just in school, that's all that they teach you, that there's nothing but been but scientific discoveries to support atheism. And every single scientific advancement we've ever had was made by an atheist who was able to break away from uh, this uh, ball and chain that was God before. And this is what we learn sort of in school even just the perception that's put on us mm-hmm. to accept. You've talked about two experiences you've had. One was within the school, one was within the church. And within the church, as you said, they're good people, but they really want to separate science and religion. My question is, and this is what you're attesting to today, is that working? Well, I mean, we're seeing what the results of that are now, and obviously it isn't. My entire generation is leaving the church in droves. Statistically speaking, there has not been a generation that has left the church quite as high a frequency as my generation has. And what we are seeing now is my generation really is highest in depression, anxiety, the highest in suicide rates, highest in abortion rates. These are people who have grown up without God. And these are the choices that we end up making in life when we're living in a godless way, in a sort of godless society. No hope for the future. If you teach Johnny that he's an animal, guess what? Exactly. Don't be surprised when he acts like one. Yes. It's very true. We thank you for your participation and for being with us. I'm glad that our organization gave you an answer and a support system. 
Information for creation events in our area are on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletter. Our website has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter to be emailed to you or you can call us. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That is Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. Sabsa meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. We are now meeting at Faith Lutheran Church just south of the corner of Jones Maltzberger and Thousand Oaks. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of books and videos on these important subjects. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to this show anytime by going to the AM630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Scott Lane, and for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzwell, thanks for listening, and we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible.